You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. And welcome everyone. I'm so thrilled to have you all joining us today. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I'm author of the award-winning Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals, and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system of goal setting simplified. And the D in The Dev Method is determine your mission. So of course, it's December. We're getting a running start into the new year. So we have to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is mission and motto. And I have just such great guests today. Now, you may be watching this on Gold Chat Live. You may be listening to this as an episode of The Deb Show. But this is how it works. Every Sunday night, I lead the Gold Chat Twitter chat. And then I bring in some amazing friends to dive deeper into the topic. And today, oh, I'm so excited. Um, Mike Bruni, sorry, Mike Ambassador Bruni and I haven't seen each other in real life. And oh my goodness, it's got to be like six years. We met doing events for uh, Social Media Examiner, Social Media Marketing World. But as networkers do, we connected on LinkedIn and have been in touch. And when I went, I'm doing a conversation on mission, I actually did a search in LinkedIn and Mike came up and I'm like, oh my goodness, perfect for the conversation. Love having you here. And yes, you will get to talk in a second. MK Mueller, <laughs> my fellow Mango, Mango, and author of Eight to Great and the Eight to Great System is here. And we only met a few weeks ago on the Mango Heart Panel talking about joy and how to bring more good things into our lives. So I'm so excited to have you on here to talk about Mission and Motto, but I would love for you both to introduce yourself. I was going to say better, but really introduce yourself because pretty much all I said is you're awesome, which is true. Uh, so Mike, will you please share who you are, why you are here? And I don't know, I guess that's a good start. I'll just go. My name is Mike Ambassador Bruni and I'm here because Deb says I am awesome. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's partly true that she believes that. Uh, so I appreciate her for that. Um, I do a number of things, uh, but I think one of the things that has brought me here at this point is, is, um, is some work I'm doing called No More Reasonable Doubt. And there is, I basically focus on helping Black professionals start purpose and passion projects so that they can expand their impact in the world and at work. Um, I think we're going to dive more into to missions, but there's so many different things I, I kind of work on and work in. Uh, I am also a full-time employee and focused on the same thing, helping to move things forward, 
uh, more so in the employee experience space. So, well, this is great, and this is you know partly why we had we had lost touch and have been in touch, but because uh, yes, I'm all about goal setting simplified, but because of my mission to change goal culture in and out of the workplace. It wasn't like a million years since we last interacted. It was only a couple of weeks, which, you know, in social media world is not that long. And it, we're, at a, we're at an everything shift. It's not just a cultural mm-hmm. shift. It's a life change shift. And yes. the work you're doing is so important. And I'm glad that we get to talk more about it and I get to learn more. Yay. See, these conversations are basically so I get to hang out with my friends more. <laughs> So, MK, welcome. Great to see you again so soon. Please share the who you are and why you're awesome and here today. (laughs) I'm awesome the same way everybody's awesome. Um, I'm still showing up, right? So my original story, you know, a lot of inspirational speakers have that original starter story. And mine was the shelter for domestic violence at the age of 34, even though I was basically a straight A student and I had won many speech and theater honors. So I asked a lot of questions. I said, okay, how did I end up here? And I discovered all these things that happy, healthy, successful people do differently from the rest of the world. So my first book was called Taking Care of Me, The Habits of Happiness. And that uh, took me to an international speaking platform, which is awesome. But it was actually during 9-11 when all my international and national engagements were canceled that um, actually it was a recovering alcoholic that challenged me. And he said, this is a list of what they do. I want the recipe. I want the process. And so that's how Eight to Great came out. So it's one of very few books um, in the self-help world that's actually a start with this step, then go to that one, then go to that one. So it's an eight-step process, which we now have 2,776 coaches coaching around the world. Um, So we're really excited about that. It's also in over 300 schools. And um, it's just a, a process that works and it's simple. So I just love, I love chatting and on calls like this. Excellent. And I I love that, that, that you took, well, you both took something very personal to you and created from it. And I think that's really where the, the good ideas start. You know, when you solve your own problem, mm-hmm. it's solving problems for others. But wow, did you say 2,700? Yes. I was gonna say I want to be you. Uh, I was gonna say I want to be you when I grow up because that's just amazing. But you've you've survived trauma, so I I don't want to grade your trauma because I know everything is a process. We got where we are because of where we've been, and mm-hmm. if you can help people as you move forward, that's just like gravy because you never know who's listening. You never know who's going to or can help. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I love the topic, obviously. Um, what is, let's start with the mission. So what is in your definition, a mission statement or mission? Mike, do you want to start us off? Uh, when I think about mission, the word itself, for some reason, it feels like it's a it's a motion, right? It's like it, it is it is where I'm heading. It is where I'm heading is 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 what comes to me. 
Um, that's as succinctly as I could make the definition. It's where I'm heading. Um, I'm very much a, um, and I don't know if it's a singular, like, hey, you know, you have one mission. I am a, I am a plural person. I am a, this is what I'm focused on right now. This is where the energy is right now. And I'm okay with shifting, uh, as well as being able to look back and see where are the threats. Got it. And it's true. It's not just a one thing, but it really is the who you are, what you believe in, what you stand for. I believe because like I said before, the Dean Deb method is determine your mission. If you don't know what you're about, how do you share who you are and how you help with the world? Uh, MK, do you have a different or similar? You know, I've, I've rewritten my mission statement probably dozens of times, but I'm, I'm going to give an overall answer to that. And, and that is my original mission was to get out of hell. And now my mission is to create heaven. So I, what I love is that, that the process that all of us teach can help you no matter where you are. If you are in the throes of addiction, whatever it is, right? It's, it's processes that get you to this place. And then there is no limit. You know, we, we have helped students, for example, get off drugs, or um, we have many letters that said, I didn't commit suicide because of your program. So we've, we know we've saved lives, but we also know the stories of the young woman who wanted to go to MIT, but everybody laughed at her. So until I came and spoke at an assembly at her school, she'd never even said it out loud. And uh, I was able to coach her and she was the first person from the state of Kansas in 15 years to get a full scholarship to MIT on this certain program. So, and of course graduate. So um, yeah, so it, it, it it's, uh, again, it's, it depends on where you are. And I think that's why my mission statement has changed so many times because of where I am. So it was to get out of hell and now it's to create heaven or to create heaven for others? No, to create heaven, obviously for others. Right. I mean, it's in other words, but it's for me too. We can't create one without having created the other. Right. And so, um, you know, the, the more love and, and peace and compassion and joy and, um, you know, risk taking and forgiveness. I mean, all the stuff, my TED Talks on uh, my FGH formula, which is forgive the past, be grateful for the present and have hope for the future. And um, that's that for me is one of the great definitions of heaven is when we can live in that FGH space. So, yeah, it's it's helping everybody because I, you know, I can't really be my best until until we go there together. MK, I have to say, every time you speak, I just, you make me want to inhale. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, like, you make me want to inhale. Oh, that's a beautiful, beautiful. I'm going to put that. I have a, I have a list of my favorite thank yous Yeah. and my favorite tributes. That's going on my list after this yeah, call tonight. Really, Mike. Makes, you make me want to. Make me want to inhale. So I, I, love thought, it. I, I thought I'd share. I love that. I'm writing it down. I just got all goosebumpy from that. And that's why I love doing this. So this show started as one-on-one interviews. And a year ago, when I did my first uh, Start 2021 Now party, I figured, uh, how do you have a party in the pandemic? Well, you bring your friends together. Mm -hmm. And it evolved into what the show is now because one-on-ones are great, but one-on-a-couples, when they get to have that kind of interaction, oh, 
<laughs> so I feel like giving myself a gold star, but instead I will give one to each of you for showing up and being here for this conversation because it, it's really important. And it's the how you help that I think is so important with crafting your mission too, because it's not about us. I mean, it is, but to create good in the world to make change, you have to be, you need that fuel, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mike, what is your mission or a version? A, a version of, of, of my mission is, is, uh, is having people learn through projects. That's a version of my mission. Like, that's what No More Reasonable Doubt is about. Uh, the specific target market that I work with is Black professionals. But it's just knowing that you can get from, you know, the, the, there's a whole thing like you can't get here from there. You know, you can't get, oh, you can't get there from here. But it's like, no, well, you can actually create something that you can look back on where you can learn from it. You can also show others as receipts. Look, I did that. Like, you don't have to wait. You can you can actually put things in motion. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that. I mean, that's my story where I was working at a job where I wasn't that happy. However, I always had different things that I was working on that helped me to be the complete person that I am, uh, including writing, you know, including writing my book. Um, becoming a certified coach, all those things were part of what allowed me to get promotions at work, you know, because work had a very narrow lens of how and what it, who gets promoted. But I found a different, I found a different way. And I want to share that with others that, you know, the things that you do during uh, five to nine can actually impact your nine to five. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Quoting. <laughs> you can run out of paper by the end of the conversation. You're I have a big pad. You, you're not seeing it. I have a big pad. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Always at least two in progress. Yeah. We're, we're all we're all we're all in it together. Yeah. Screenshot. Always uh, uh, amazing. So you both touched on this, but I, I'd like to dial back to the the value of having a mission or a mission statement. I say you can't get what you want unless you know what you want. That's really, and my motto is goal setting simplified. So of course I've got a simplified definition, but um, so MK, what to you is the value? When I can give people a process, it gives people hope. So I think that's a huge value is, you know, I, I came across a gentleman who, um, probably weighed 400 pounds. And he just said, you know, I, I, there's no way I can forgive. And I simply taught him a process of releasing regret, resentment, and the need for revenge. And then realizing we were all doing the best we could at the time with the information we had. And then he wrote a forgiveness letter that I think took him 25 minutes, which I was able to uh, watch him burn and release. And his sobs um, just told the story, right? It just, it was just melting that. So, so, so that's what I love is when, you know, it's, it's great to tell people to do something, but giving them the how, you know, I have an eight to your ideal weight, uh, book where I used to be addicted to sugar. I mean, addicted, it would have had to have been right here within my reach. And now the fact that, um, 
that that level of sweets don't even taste good to me anymore. I have no cravings for sweets. It's, it's a, it's a miracle for me, but I had to find a process and I had to follow it. And actually his book was too confusing. So I had to write my own, which is just my own recovery book. And then people said, Oh, share it with me. So eventually I published it. Thank you. Mango. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I, I think hope is is one of my biggest values is I just I just want to give people that because without it, you know, we're stuck. Despair is one of the lowest of lows. I love the hope word because I think especially the last two years, we've been kind of living off the fumes of hope. Right. Uh, when are things going to be better? They will be better, you know. If we don't think they're going to be better, then what is the point of everything we create? It, it's just, it's just has, there's so much power in the, in those four little letters. It's like the best four letter word. So Mike, what is your take on the value of, of a mission? Um, I was actually scrolling to try and find the quote around hope. Cause I know I have one in my <laughs> ear. <laughs> That moved me, I think, from a Whitney Houston song, and I'll find oh, it when yes. you're speaking of you next time. Um, so, for me, the the value in in um, in having a mission—that was the question, right? Yes. Um, it's the whole thing about like why you get up in the morning. I, I, and for me, I have to sometimes make it very granular. Like, there's a big mission, and it could get lost. It's mm-hmm. kind of far away. But if I can find one thing that I have to do in the morning. That'll get me up. It, it, it gets me going. It gets me very focused. There's one thing you got to do. You got one thing you got to do before before work starts, and that that gives me energy. Um, and I'm sure for different people it works differently, but that's one value of it is that it's it's very it's it's a very focused thing. Mm-hmm. What you got, here's what you got to do. And, yes, and let that let that start the momentum. Let that start the momentum. Go Can ahead. I build on that? Deb? Oh, please. So one of the things we talk uh, quite a bit about in my program are, are the difference between dreams and goals. And goals are smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. Wonderful. Dreams are big, right? And exactly what Mike was talking about, they cannot live without each other. If all you have is a to-do list, but no big picture of how your life can be different, um, it 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 will wear you down and grind you down and life will become, you become a human doing. But when you have the dream of something so big that you don't even know how you're going to do it, then, then you make little goals like, well, I'm going to interview somebody who has done it or who's done something like that. Or, uh, you know, in other words, you, you just those, I, I totally agree. The smallest of projects often during COVID kept me sane because I'd make lists of 20 things. And sometimes, you know, we all went through a depression. I mean, who who could not have some depression in all of that? And so I'd be so low energy and I'd look at the list and I'd say, okay, I can at least do that, right? And then checking it off my list felt so good that it gave me the energy, you know, to do the next thing. It reminds me of... Uh, Back when I was first starting my business, I was an incredible, I got into, I'm fully responsible, an incredible amount of debt because I hired somebody to be my assistant and I didn't, I didn't uh, oversee her. I didn't, I didn't uh, delegate the bookkeeping. I abdicated 
right? And so she liked credit cards. So one day I looked to find out we had three full credit cards and I released her to find other work. And, um, and I was all ready to close my business down. But I found a group called Debtors Anonymous. And they said, for the next 30 days, you may not talk about money. You may not act on money. In other words, we know you don't have any money right now. Okay. Here's what you do. You walk around and you say, I'm grateful for the roof over my head. I'm grateful for the food in my refrigerator. I'm grateful for the gas in my car. I'm grateful for the clothes on my kid's back. I'm grateful that I can breathe and I can read and I can write and I have a pad and a pen. And, and they gave me something so doable, right? That, that I could say, oh, I did what they told me to do today. And then eventually I was ready to take the the money phone calls by the end of the month and turn it all around. But it's a, it's a beautiful uh, book called um, How to Get Out of Debt and Stay Out of Debt uh, and Live Prosperously by Bruce Mundus that that whole program is based on. But um, yeah, exactly what you said, Mike. It has to be has to be granular. But at the same time, having a dream board, you know, having that. Um, that's all these books were at first is they were just on a dream board. I have a, I have a separate dream board of me at my goal weight, which I have now achieved and, and uh, maintained for 12 years. But at the time it looked, you know, I had to put my face on, I think it was Blake Lively, <laughs> you know, somebody gorgeous and said, okay, we, you know, that that's, we'll, we'll go for something like that. So fun. I love, I, I love the, I love the, the, um, the connection and the thing that you have, the thing you have churning for me at the moment, and sorry, Deb, we got to bring it back to pickleball. Is me, please, please. Is, I want is, you to talk about pickleball. Is, is me going, you know, it's been three months and um, I'm looking into tournaments because it gives me a thing. It gives me a thing. Um, I, I always hesitate when I say I'm a former athlete. I'm a current athlete. I'm a different kind of athlete from what I, I was in college. It. I love it. But I know that I know how to practice. I know how to get better because I know what it feels like to not be so good. And I know what it feels like to put in work and see change happen. It, you know, so that's where I am with, with, with pitfall. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm starting at one place, but I'm not going to stay here. And in and, and a tournament, I haven't found one yet, but that gives me that gives me a clear thing that I'm going for. And that tournament is going to give me feedback. It's going to give me feedback that I won't get from rec, from from playing, you know, rec rec play. It'll teach me something and I'll and I'll build from there. Yes. And and to me, that's the promise and the prize. So the promise is when you promise yourself. Right. In other words, you set that tournament and that is that's where you're going to. and and. Again, you you push yourself to get to keeping your promise. For me, it was when um, I had this was I, I didn't think I could be an author, and I said, "Okay." Everybody was saying, "Please write the stuff you're teaching in a book," and I went, oh, "I don't know how to write a book." And um, and one day, a, a group after a talk just started raising their hand. I said, "Any questions?" And they said, "Why haven't we written a book yet?" And I said, um, um, I'm not sure anybody would read it. And he said, I would read it. And I said, okay, if five people come up to me and give me a check for $15, I will hang on to your checks and I will not cash them until I'm done with the book. But they will be in my wallet and they will remind me every day that at least five people will read my book. 
I, I get teary telling this story because that changed my life because I'm a, I'm a person who keeps promises. Mm. And so I literally wrote the book with those five people who were so angry that I hadn't written it. They, they had a fire, a passion, you know, that, that they, they knew that this would help them. And, and I said, I, I have to finish this. And it took six years mm-hmm. of me working full time, being a, a single mom, you know, all that, not knowing what I was doing types. Oh my gosh. All the, all the ups and downs. Of course, that's what the road to success looks like. Right. Yeah. And, um, and most people give up at the first dip. I had to share that tip tonight. Most, I think it's 55% of mm-hmm. people give up at the first ouch, right? Oops, this is hard. They give up at the first one. So uh, obviously none of the three of us have and yay, yay, yay us and yay, 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 all the, all the listeners. All around, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. So, um, so when it came time, six years later, two of the people had moved and they didn't have their phone numbers. So I was never able to, but the three people did get the book and their check back. And the other two, I just kept in a frame. To That's say awesome. thank you. Thank you for believing in me. Um, yeah. So keeping your promise and again, keeping your eye on the prize is, is huge. MK, I love, I love, um, I am a person who keeps promises because see, my book is about affirmations and mm. that I think is so powerful. And so mine is actually, it's called Move the Crowd 30 Days of Hip Hop Affirmations to Change Your Life. Um, <laughs> So I use I use hip hop lyrics and then create original affirmations around them. So like if I'm extending myself, I would say that there's a 365 day book that's way overdue. 300. <laughs> so it's it's been said live. Um, but that affirmation, that's what I caught in part of, of what you said, you know, being able to see, um, be aware of who you are yes. and leverage it. You leverage who you are. I am someone who keeps promises. So I'm mm-hmm. going to put myself in a position where I made a promise. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love the leverage and, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, doing the thing that you know will make you do the thing. And yes. I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm- that's a really well put. Yes. I love that. Well, in the shelter for domestic violence. Yes. They said, um, I, I didn't have, I didn't lose teeth. I didn't have a broken rib. I had bruises and I'd been knocked to the ground once. I said, you do that again, I'll leave you. Happened again the next day, I left. And I felt badly that the other women there were more injured than I was. And, um, and but, but I left because I said to him, I will leave you. I said it out loud. And the women there taught me, we all made that promise. We just didn't keep it. So they had to get to a lower rock bottom. So I really think it can, it can save our lives. It can change our lives is making a promise to ourselves and, and keeping it. It's huge. Or to someone else, right? You you know, that's the thing that drives you. If if you know you can deceive yourself, but I wouldn't dare let someone else down. So then, then doing that. Sorry to hijack your show, Deb. Back to you. <laughs> back, to you, back to you in the studio. <laughs> you all are doing great. I really don't need to speak, but I will. Now I, now, I put in the chat, and it will also be in the recap, I put the links to your websites and the links to your books and to mine. And I love it. So we have affirmations, goal setting, and steps. So we're like, the three of us are the whole package. And 
boy, you've said so many things. First, I want to call back to what you were talking about with visualization, which was actually last week's topic. So I start the new year in December. So the first week is always visualization because you can't get what you want unless you know what you want. And if you could see it, it makes it powerful. And what great examples from, from you today on that one. And then from there, once you see it, you can have your mission. What it What is it that that you're going to create to have that life, to have the vision. So we're all, we're so on the same wavelength. I kind of made a face when you mentioned SMART goals because anyone who knows me knows that I don't particularly like them. I consider them a tool to get you where you want to go. But for those who hang their entire life or shingle on SMART goals, mm-hmm. don't get me started. So if they work exactly. for you- It's limiting. It's very limiting. Yes. If they work for you, do it but use them as a tool, but it starts big picture and then your place in the world. And something that you both said that I love is that, you know, your mission was this and now it's that because we do evolve. Your goals were this and now it's that. And I think, especially over the last two years, now we all thought 2021 was going to be amazing. And granted, I think in a lot of ways it was better than 2020, but there was still a lot of adjustment. So now we're all like pinning all of our hopes and dreams on 2022. Um, great. And you you already have so many wonderful tips. I'm gonna, gonna pull more out of it. But what do you think people can do uh, today, now, this week to really get in that mindset of moving forward? Because it's, again, something you both talked about is it starts with believing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd love to bounce off on something you just said, Deborah, about visualization, because we have a process that we teach in eight to great for visualization. It's a, it's ABCD. So you get a partner and you, you first of all, ask the partner, what is one of your dreams? Now I do this with checkout young men who walk my groceries to the car with me. I do it with cabbies and you and uh, Uber drivers I do it with every young person I run across at any rate. So what is one of your dreams? Then B is your buddy answers. So recently it was a receptionist at a hotel where I was speaking and young girl. And so I, I encountered her a couple of times and I walked back and I said, so dear one, I, I just love your smile. Can you tell me what's one of your dreams? And she said, oh, no one's ever asked me that. And I said, well, you know, you, it's, it's optional. And she said, no, 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 I want to tell you, I want to write film scores. So that's B. C is you congratulate them. So I said, oh, congratulations on just having written your first film score. Oh, my gosh. And D is you do a dream interview. And the dream interview was every time I walked by her, I asked her another question about how it felt now that she had written all these wonderful film scores. And the last day when I was checking out, I said, oh, I do have one more question. She goes, okay, because we were buddies by then. And she said, I said, what are you wearing to the Oscars now that you've been nominated? And she said, it's red and it's off the shoulders and it's got a train. Thank you for asking. You know, and often there's holy water, you know, just people just if they get so touched. But I had a, I had a taxi cab driver who I asked and a year later got back in his cab and he goes, I remember you. 
And he remembered that day it had changed his life. So, so that's the homework I would give is first of all, to do your dream with a partner and have them interview you. How does it feel now that, right? What did you say to the reporter when they asked you, you know, just all those fun now that don't get into the nitty gritty of what is your book title? They might not know that. Or how'd you come up with the money? Right. But oh, my gosh, how does it feel to be in your own, you know, store now or your own restaurant or with your new home? Or how does it feel? And, you know, how was the home housewarming party? Whatever. But um, but also my homework for all of you, because it will be the ultimate feel good is to go ask someone else. And and certainly the people that you know and love, but then start asking strangers. And I guarantee you, they will not be strangers by the end of the conversation, even if it's three or four minutes. They will tell you something very sacred, very uh, deep soul uh, secret. So that's mine. Well, we weren't even at the goal part, but that's good. <laughs> I, I, I like your, your ABCD. I, I do um, a virtual vision board scavenger hunt that lists something A through Z that you want and then pair it down from there. Um, but I love this. It's <laughs> This is why, I, because when we did the panel together, didn't I write you right after or tell you on the panel, I have to have you on here? Yes. Yes. And I'm so grateful. Thank you, Deb. I mean, I really love your, your energy, your enthusiasm, you know, enthusiasm comes from the word of God and Theos, you know, and it truly is to me. It's just, it's as, it's as high a high as you can get. And you exude, you live, you breathe enthusiasm. So thank you, sweetheart. Now I have to write that down. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Now I have to remember what I was going to say. Now I know. Oh. One of the things that I, I talk about part of D is, you know, you write your current bio and your future bio as if it's already happened. Yes. I love your ABCD and your talking to strangers takes it to the next level. And it really is so powerful when you talk about the life you want in the present tense. Because that creates yes. that reality. Mike, before we go to the question for you, I want to rewind to about, oh, I think 20 minutes ago when you were talking <laughs> about the value of projects yes. and the way in which your five to nine impacts your nine to five because your personal life impacts your professional life. And so few people acknowledge that. I mean, you and I do, but because it's it's important because if your life is terrible, what do you think your day job's gonna be? Mm-hmm. By the same token, if you do the things in your life that make you happy, your projects, that's going to elevate everything else. So yes. what <laughs> so please comment. Yeah, I don't have I, a question, I just I want to hear more. Much. I yes. love that. Well, Deb, the way we know each other is is through something I created called Hashtags to Handshakes, the new art of conference networking. And basically, I was hired by Social Media Marketing World um, and other conferences to go and help to create these experiences. Well, how did it happen for me? I enjoyed going to conferences and meeting people. I, I enjoyed walking. So I decided that I would invite others to do it. And it didn't matter if anyone else was going to do it. I was going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I started to notice something. That's how like the whole power walk came about at these, at these conferences. Mm-hmm. I noticed that 
when I brought people out for a walk in the morning, several things happened. One, people automatically paired. So I'm a social scientist by like, by like training psych undergrad, but just by heart, uh, love people and watching. People would pair up and then they would switch. So that was mm. happening. That was, that was one thing. The other thing that happens is speakers would come out. Everyone was in gym clothes. There was no separation. Oh. I, mean, I am person on stage and I am, you know, the title didn't matter anymore. We were all about to go for a nice walk and maybe get a little sweaty. So, nice. so, so I, I continued to build on that and, and, and do that. And that's how I started to do it. Um, that kind of project and those experiments have helped me at work. I, I bring together community. Um, the, the essence for me is I'm going to do it anyway. Same thing with pickleball. I'm interested in it. So I started to ask other people at work. And now we have a group of 40 people online that, that are doing this. So what is it that people want to do? You can do it. Um, uh, MK, you mentioned about dips. And one of the things I've learned over time is that if I'm going to say yes to something, I'm saying yes to doing it at least three times. Why? Oh, because no, there's a good there's a good chance that the first one is going to fail. Like I'm yep. setting myself up if I go, oh, you know what? We're going to run one online course and see how it goes. Like I'm totally setting myself up for failure in that one. But but if I give myself at least three, commit to three. If the first one's great, great. If it isn't so great, that's okay. I committed to three. <laughs> so, a girlfriend of mine just married number forty one. Whoa. She went online and she said, I'm going to, I'm going to find him. People find them. So I don't, I don't care how long I have to stay on here. I'm going to find him on, I think it was match. And, um, and so it was so funny that, I mean, the, <laughs> the wedding program, I sang at the wedding and it was, uh, it was hysterical. You know, I had 40 ones all, all over the place. And um, yeah, so it sometimes is three you know, and sometimes it's more. Yeah. And, uh, and if, you know, if, if you keep your eye on the prize, it just, I, I love how Edison said, um, when the reporter said, how does it feel to have failed over 300 times with this thing called the light bulb? He said, I haven't failed. I've learned 300 ways not to do it. Get out of my office. And, <laughs> I love to get out of my office. Right. And the Fort Myers uh, inventions library, or excuse me, museum, is full of things he created out of his failures. I mean, rubber, he tried to make that the filament for the light bulb and it didn't work, but he called his friend uh, Goodyear and said, Harvey, we got it. I know what to put around those wheels. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, successful people make 20 times as many mistakes is the statistic I've come across as unsuccessful people because they take 20 times as many risks. Mm. And, and we talked about mottos at the beginning, Deb. My motto beginning here was leap and the net will appear. And if I had no fear, what would I do? Mm. And uh, because my holy book says perfect love casts out fear, I, I wanted to go away from fear and move toward love. And, uh, and so, you know, I just kept saying, if I had no fear, if I had no fear, I have fear, but I can pretend I don't. Yeah, I mean, something like this, do, you, do we all remember when something like this call would have just frozen us in our tracks? Right. I'm sure there are people watching us who go, oh, I could never do that. We thought the same thing, guys. You know, you do it and you do it poorly the first time and your mic doesn't work and your lighting's awful and, you know... <laughs> 
your background falls down in the middle of the call. Yes. <laughs> Had that happen. Right. And, um, and then you just get better at it and you meet beautiful people like Deb who make it easy by asking you good questions. So. I'm hearing, I'm definitely hearing process. Wait, wait, let me pause. Let that land on you, Deb. Let that beauty <laughs> land on you for a second before I move, before I shift it. Okay. You got it? I, I'm just going to do every call with MK from now on. <laughs> every time I do a workshop, it's I'm just going to invite her to be my guest and chill in the audience. But, <laughs> but beauty, bringing like minds together, this is my joy. Mm-hmm. I always said I write, and I've been a writer for ever because I love meeting people and writing is a way to get to know people better. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love writing and I love writing, I love talking even more. <laughs> <laughs> These conversations. And yes, I hope if you are watching or listening and you don't even have to comment, but we see you and we're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And um, MK, you have me thinking about process, you know, versus just the what's the, the end. Because the end is like you're finishing, like now what? But being able to enjoy the enjoy the journey, as as one of my mm-hmm. classmates would say from Italy, enjoy. I hear his accent. Enjoy the journey. <laughs> um, uh, and and then also, uh, you had me thinking about what got me through a lot of different projects I work on. Is is a, um, a saying by Seth Godin where he, where he says this might not work. And, and because on the flip side, he has this, I have this huge book of his here. And it says Seth like, Godin is one of my absolute favorite people. Yes, yes likewise. And it's oh. like, this might not work. But the flip side of the book says, this might work. Like, <laughs> like this might not oh, work. Oh, you mean the name of the book is It Might Not Work? No, no. This oh. is like a collection of his of, of, oh. of his blogs. It's okay. a huge book. Like, it's like this big. Like, I have it up here. <laughs> It'd probably take me a day to bring it over. I it's love it. That's big. fun. That's fun. That's but yeah, fun. I love that. That's my network. Love Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But what what have we got to lose, right? You well, know, people gee, say, you, you can lose the life you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> people say, oh, but I'd be so disappointed if it didn't happen. I go, okay, have you ever survived disappointment? Okay, so that's the worst thing that can happen. When I, I helped a young man get on American Idol and he he was going to give up on his music career entirely because his family didn't support him and they you know didn't have a lot of income and um and he said but i tried last year and it didn't work and i go okay there's your first dip so you can be one of the 55% or not and i said you know you've you've survived disappointment before yes and he goes yeah but i don't have the money to get there and i go who who do you know that you could ask for um a loan or or a gift of the money and i'm driving him to church choir and uh, he said, oh, nobody I know. And I go, oh, do you want me to pull over while you think of somebody? <laughs> he said, I can't ask you. I just met you two months ago. And I said, right. And I might say no. And you might be disappointed. And you will survive if I say no. And he asked me. And I said, no. <laughs> and he said, we'll see. And I said, no. I didn't say, I, I said, I, I'm not going to loan it to you. I'm going to help you sing for money outside of a talk I'm giving for CEOs tomorrow because you have to build up your courage. If you're going to sing in front of Simon Cowell, mm-hmm. you got to have a lot of courage. So I'm going to give you a flyer to give out to say, I, I will sing for you if you will help me get to American Idol. And then they can basically tell you the song because you know them all. And then you'll sing. And he made it to the top 
uh, 55 in the country. He yeah. got on TV. Um, yep, he went to he went to Hollywood. It was he built seventeen thousand four hundred and sixty nine people in Minneapolis, and in order to get the gold ticket, and it was you know it was just so exciting. But but there he was. You know, I had the one dip. It didn't work out. I'm going to give up now. Um, yeah, I tell that story in Eight to Great because Michael is still, of course, um, <laughs> one of my favorite people, and um, and now he teaches Eight to Great around around. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No, no pun intended. <laughs> so, Mike, did you give your your mindset tip for running into the new year to have the best year ever? Or did we sidetrack too much? Or was no. the tip to do things three times? Not necessarily. To be honest, where I am right now, I want people to get grounded in where they are. So the new year is great. It is an artificial line. I want people to be where they are because I've been in situations where people are really pushing me for the, for the end of the year. I'm like, this is a man-made construct. Someone said that this is, you guess what? Today, I can get up today and say, it's my new year. I can there do you go. I can do that. So the, the, sometimes the push I get when I need to, ref, I, I'm, I need to reflect and I'm being pushed, like tell people, you know what you're doing for the year. I'm not there yet. I don't care. It's January. So I, I, I want people, I want people to, to change their posture so they are leaning forward and, and know that that lean forward may be because they need to reflect or it may mean because they're ready to run. But I want them to change their posture. If their posture is, is back, I just want them to lean in. I want them to lean in to, to taking time um, to, look, to look at things like get clear on their values, their strengths. I'm a big, big fan of, of, of strength finders. Mm-hmm. And then connecting, connecting to that. How, how do you how do you live more of those things? Because you won't be disappointed if you're living more of your values. You won't be mis- disappointed if if you're showing up and you're using more of your strengths. So get grounded and and change your posture. That's my that's my thing. I'm just curious about about you two and accountability. Because with eight to your ideal weight, I I create small groups of ten. With eight to great, they they always have a partner. Mm-hmm. What, how how do you do accountability with the the folks at your workplace, Mike, and and in your own life? Mine has really been sharing. Like I have small groups that I share with. The coaching work that I do is mostly one on one. So I serve as the accountability because my kind of vision and, and who I am is I'm kind of like a project manager. So I like working with people and helping them actually get started. I consider myself a starter. Don't ask me to maintain anything, but I can I can start I can start it like crazy. So I am that kind of accountability to get you to to, to get you to get you out the door. Um, nice. so that's the way it is for me. Thank you. I I'm actually putting in the chat the link to my Facebook group right online because right on online. Of course, I know the title of my group. That's how other people mispronounce it. Uh, it's for goal setting, accountability, and community. So at the beginning of every week, people can share their goals. And at the end of the week, they can share their wins. And like Mike, when I, when I work with clients, sometimes they'll email me literally a minute before we're due to have a session with their homework. But they had a deadline and they did it. And yeah. you know, everybody gets gold stars for that. Yes. 
And yeah, that's huge. It's just huge. And everybody can start, you know, uh, start their own Facebook page. Everybody can start their own meetup group, right? Everybody can start, um, yeah, what, you know, uh, something at their church or their neighborhood or, right? And so that's what I had to do with taking care of me support groups was I looked for a support group like it and I couldn't find one. So I just had to start my own and it was with six neighbors, four of whom I'd never met before. And that's where my international speaking career started was in that, that small group. I love that as a bonus goal to join a community or start a community. Mm. And it really, it kind of like a call back to the beginning of the conversation because we've all created and then put our ideas into the world to help others. I want to, Boy, this conversation is going so fast. I want to talk about the motto because for me, the motto is the shortened version of the mission. It is the guiding light. It's the dream title. It's the theme song, the thing that gets you up in the morning, which Mike was talking about too. It can be a mission that gets you up or it can be activities or it can be activities based on a mission. Um, Mike, thoughts on a motto? And, and also talk about the bow ties, because that is definitely a mic identifier. <laughs> yes. So that's that's part of teaching people brand. And um, one of the things I was working on is something called brand inside a brand. So that's when you're someone who works inside of a company. How do you show up a certain way so you're known? Um, I'm known for my, for my bow ties, which most of them are uh, designed and they're created from material either me or my wife has owned. So there's an upcycling thing going on. There's there's the environment. There's less water that's being used. Um, those type of things. It, it gives me an opportunity to do math with my son because when someone buys a bow tie, he's like, "Yay, we made the, he's seven. We made this much money." And I go, "Well, how much do we have to pay the person to make the bow tie?" Then he has to do his math, and then how much does it cost to ship? And he has to do math, <laughs> and then he sees, you know. So learning that early. So those are the bow ties. As far as a motto. Um, I have a couple of things that I write down fairly frequently. Um, I have something that that's called the Ambassador's Creed. Um, it's actually seven mm-hmm. pieces, but I'll take one as the motto, and that's uh, run the point. Uh, take action from where you are with what you have. Um, that that would be that that's one of the that's one of the seven. One of the key parts. People some some people know me for that. Where I say you got to run the point, um, and it's take action from where you are with what you have. And I think there's a lot of depth there. It goes back to even where I was saying um, around thinking and reflection. That's action. Asking a question. That's action. We, we Action sometimes gets framed in a particular way, but it's, it's running the point where you are with what you have, not where you wish you were, but we, we're right here. I, mean, <laughs> I, have to, I have to go from here. Yes. You know? so yes. That, that, that's the model. That's awesome. MK, do you have a, because you've already shared so many, but do you have a motto that you I live do, by? I do have one more. Yeah. So oh, um, I call it the high five, five words, choose thoughts that feel good. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so overly simplistic, but if you go back to that, me being in debt, right? I couldn't, if, if, if my focus, every time I focused on how much I was in debt, what I, I lost energy Right. Well, you have to have energy to get out of debt because you're probably going to have to have a couple different jobs and you're probably going to have to downsize. And, you know, there's so much involved there. Um, So I I say choose thoughts that feel good or feel a little better. 
right? You can't go from despair to ecstasy, but just gratitude will always do this. So the, the, the homework that I give everybody and that I've been doing for 37 years now is I share three things I'm grateful for with no repeats. And I say, if you're grateful for the sunshine, you're done with sunshine for life because there's so many new things to be grateful for mm-hmm. tomorrow. So it keeps you in that gratitude, those gratitude eyes. And, and by choosing thoughts that feel good every day, we feel good. And when we feel good, good things happen. So again, expansion on my MK8, uh, MK8 to great um, uh, TED talk is, is I go into how I actually prove that that is true, that when we feel good, we have more everything you've ever wanted, more of everything you've ever wanted when we feel good. And when we choose thoughts to feel good, we feel good. So simply, how long does it take to work this process or any process, your next thought, right? Mm -hmm. Just choose a thought that feels good now, even if it's, I'm sad and I need to cry. That if that feels good, yes, yes, beautiful, beautiful. There you go, having me breathe again, MK. <laughs> and you know, we were talking about kind of, they, they came up with the, the kind of roots of words and the root of inspires to breathe life into. Right, in right. spirit. Yeah. Right. So that, that's, that's what it's, you t- when you, that, that's tying it um, back together for me. And a lot of things you're sharing, the place where I'm taking this is, is to my family and to my son. That's where my brain is going right now because we do, we do gratefulness every night before mm-hmm. we go to bed and ooh, no repeats. Oh, I'm going to throw that one in tonight and say, no, <laughs> because we can get on autopilot. He'll go like school, grateful for school, I'm grateful for school. Yeah. So yeah. no repeats. I, uh, I love it. Um, the other thing that you, 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 the picture you painted, you painted for me, which you remind me of is when we look at like boxers and the person who's in their corner, this is something I paid a lot mm. of attention to and the people who's talking to them. You're the greatest. You know, they can't stop you. No one can get in your way. So that thought of like, uh, we do affirmations. I do affirmation with my son before he leaves in the morning. I ask him, I say, what kind of day are you going to have today? Because I'm going to have an awesome day. And I go, why is that? And he has all these things because I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I'm a leader. You know, I, nothing can stop me. You know, all those things. But it's just like that back and forth. And like, there's something about a trainer coach that was just coming in when I hear like, you know, when, when we feel good, good things happen or asking the question, what happens when we feel good? Good things happen. I love that. There's a feel of call and re- response that you just, there's a whole painting that you, you just drew with your, with your words. I want a video of you guys doing that morning discourse. I'm sure you have one. I don't think we've actually, probably my wife is the videographer. videographer. I'm sorry. Send it to me, mk at eight to great.com, please. I want that in my email and and get, let me know if I have the permission to share it with the world because I will. That I mean, I know I've I've seen people on Facebook that do it, but I've never really met a parent that does that. Yes, yes. Oh, good one. for you. High fiving you. Thank you. Receiving an eight to great. Is that the number in, in the email or do you spell it out? Uh, eight, no, it's the, always the number. Yes. Okay. So MK at the number eight, T-O-G-R-E-A-T dot com. Well, right. this is a really good time to ask where people can find you since you just answered it. <laughs> <laughs> so MK, where can people find you? Oh, good, good, good. So yeah, so the the TEDx, you actually have to type in MK Mueller plus TED Talk. It's, it's that's the easiest way to do it. Um, I'm really excited that we have two uh, YouTube 
channels. One is MK8 to Great, all one word. And that's over 100 videos. It's me speaking. It's testimonials. It's me singing the 50 original songs that I wrote. It's me um, reading the book for people that like the audiobook. Um, but the other one we have now is um, MK Life Coach, which is all one word. And that's 45 miracles in my life because I teach a miracles process of how to just manifest miracles in your own life. And, and as Einstein said, either everything's a miracle or nothing's a miracle. And we teach that everything's a miracle, but that you can have that surprising, delightful, surprising miracle on a regular basis. And just like, you know, helping Michael get on, on American Idol. I, I just have so many wonderful stories that I just put them all on that one. So um, that, and then the eight to great uh, website. So thank you for asking. Fantastic. And Mike, where can people find you? You can find me anywhere on the web. If you type Ambassador Bruni, you'll find me. Um, with some of the work I'm doing around the projects, you can go to nomorereasonabledoubt.com and um, that, you'll, you'll learn more about my work in that space and you can find me there. If LinkedIn is more of your jam, I'm there too. Just type in Ambassador Bruni and you'll see my websites, my podcasts, current and, and future, right? Because <laughs> I, nice. I, I love to create, so... Fantastic. And if you go to the devmethod.com slash blog, I will have all these links in there uh, with some of the nuggets from this wonderful conversation. And you can follow me at the dev method everywhere. And look, if you need inspiration and motivation, whenever you start the year, like I said, I started in December and then again in January for people who are traditionalists. And really every month is a new opportunity to think about your life and move forward and realize those dreams. Dreams and goals work together. They're like friends. So MK is your bonus goal because I don't want to leave without giving some good homework to those watching. Um is your goal to share three things that you're thankful for each day and no repeats? Yes. Yep. Uh, that's it. And uh, writing it down in a, in a journal only lasts about three months on average. So again, finding that person, even if they're not doing it back and just saying, would you be my gratitude partner? Even if they're only receiving, it will hold you accountable and um, it'll bring you both closer. So when we have a group of 11 that have been together for 12 years and we are tight, even though we live all over the country. So. Wonderful. I love that. And so, Mike, what is your goal for the people who are listening, watching, soaking in all this great information? You know, I I have to leave them with a journal entry for themselves. And it'll it'll be a um, I'm trying to think about which one, but I'll go with Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z. But I have tons of here it says words matter. And I have tons of Emerson quotes. My, my son's name is Emerson. Um, and I want, I want them to think about no compass comes with this life, just eyes. So to map it out, you must look inside. Sure, books can guide you, but your heart defines you. Mm. I want them to ruminate on that. I'm inhaling. <laughs> Feel free to email me that too, please, Michael. I will. I will. Actually, email it to me so I can put it in because I can only type so fast. <laughs> and so the goal is to ruminate on this or to yeah, write you know, a journal entry about this. 
it's, I would like the journal. I want more people to write. So it's put that at top and whatever comes for you, whenever it comes, write a little mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Take dedicate a page to it. Fantastic. Well, I am a huge fan of free writing and journaling because as much as we like to see things in our mind, when we put it on paper, it makes it real. And then you can take it in. Oh my goodness. What a wonderful conversation. MK Mueller, Mike Ambassador Bruni, thank you so much for joining me today for Gold Chat Live, aka the Dub Show podcast. And um, what final thought do you want to leave um, our audience with, Mike? I think that's that. That was that. That was that was it. It's just like just go forth. <laughs> just go forth. We're here. <laughs> go forth, and I always say, go for it. Mk. Yeah. You hold the key to unlock any door. You hold the key forevermore. You can never lose it, and only you can use it. You hold the key you've been looking for. Thank you, Deborah. Thank, Thank you, Mike. you so Thank much you. Uh, you. for this wonderful conversation on Mission and Mottos. Everybody, it's in your power. Go on out there and go for it. Thanks for listening to The Deb Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Deb Method on social media, and check out thedebmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.